Welcome back to the Wellness Sphere. I am your host, Miranda Atkinson, and it has been forever. I kind of wanted to start right off the bat with saying why it was really tough for me to actually record this episode. And if you are a little bit of a dreamer, if you set a lot of goals for yourself, or if you have ADD or ADHD, you can probably relate to having your list be too long and just not knowing where to start. Because in addition to the things that we have to do, like take care of our house, eat, go to work, a lot of us have fun goals, right? Like I wanted to get into Reiki and read a million books and start working out again and reboot the podcast and reboot my Instagram and redesign my website. And it was like when I actually got a pocket of free time, I would look at that list and be like, ah, that's a little too much. (laughs) I think I'm just going to sit on my phone all day, which is of course like a one-way ticket to feeling terrible. (laughs) So taking things one at a time, I know that sounds so, so obvious, but just picking a task not putting any other pressure on yourself to complete any other task. I'm talking fun things. Obviously, there's certain tasks that you can't take one at a time. But right, just kind of streamlining your energy into one thing at a time will make you realize, oh, I am someone that can get things done. Oh, I am productive. I am focused. Rather than just flooding yourself with things to do and running away from it because who wouldn't be scared of that? So here I am. I'm sitting down. It feels great to have the mic in my hand. And... This is season two. If you were here in season one, you know that I started the podcast because it was an elective for my journalism program. And it's not like I'm going to take things completely off the rails now, but there was definitely some topics that I didn't really want to delve into in that space. Or, you know, it was kind of hard to let my personal voice shine through because I just was so nervous. And obviously my professor was giving feedback and I had other students looking for really specific things. And yeah, it was a, it was a little harder. So I'm excited to make it more my own, challenge myself to do some more solo episodes and just kind of create the atmosphere that I'm in right now. I want you to feel like we're sitting down talking. You can smell my amazing candle. We're sipping tea, you know. Do you remember when it was called the wellness tea? That was really fun, but I like this better. So an update on me. I finally graduated college. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. I would love to make an episode just all about that. And I want to remind you that just because people do it often doesn't mean it's easy and you're doing great no matter how bad your grades are. Just keep trying, literally, especially if you're close, just plug through. You will feel so good when you're done. Right after I graduated, I signed up for this coaching program through a company called Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. And kind of my goal with that was to find something super science-based, super well-accredited and trusted. And then from there, introduce some of my more holistic perspectives, yoga, meditation, and overall just encompass all my knowledge with all of what I've just learned to basically just help people reduce stress and find practical ways to add healthy habits to their lives. Other than taking actual coaching clients, I was really excited to get this certification because I'd really like to lean more into content creation. Like I mentioned, I was a journalism major. I've always loved to write, but just kind of struggled to find the motivation or the interest. But talking about these kind of things really does interest me. And I wanted to bring this not only to my own personal pages, but also, you know, hopefully start to write for other people too. But bringing it back to Instagram, I have been wanting for a long time to kind of broaden the scope of Miranda Jane Wellness, formerly Miranda Jane Yoga. Thank you if you've been there the whole time. But being specifically active on the yoga Instagram community, I really noticed a lot wrong with it. This is not a hot take. This is something that I think has been being talked about increasingly, but it just became so obvious right away that the people that had the most followers or were rewarded the most sponsorships were thin, white, which 
I am both of those things. <laughs> I can't deny that at all. So I'm not really the person that needs to be so upset by this. But anyways, then white people that were basically in gorgeous houses or frequently on gorgeous vacations wearing very expensive clothing that they seemingly had an unlimited amount of and doing very, very advanced poses. So when I first started my account, I basically just saw, okay, these are all the big accounts that are doing this. That's what I should do. Like I want to post backbends. Like I, that happens to be one of my favorite parts of my practice. So I figured, okay, I have a, a flexible back. <laughs> I can, I can showcase that, or I should try to post a lot of handstand content because people seem to be more impressed by handstand content than by kind of, you know, a more chill practice that would realistically resemble how I practice every day, how most people practice every day. I had to actually try really hard to actively search for, you know, follow, unfollow creators that I resonated with, people that were showing diverse bodies, traditional teachers, people from different backgrounds showing different styles of practices that were real, that were realistic or restorative or just kind of what I was craving. But it wasn't easy. Like when you just Google the yoga hashtag or search it on Instagram, like look at all the ones that come up and look at how far down you have to go to get someone that just looks like a regular person doing yoga. Because personally, at this stage in my practice, and I would think any stage in most people's practice, I would way rather go to a 50-year-old Indian woman than even me, right? A 24-year-old little girl. No, no offense. No offense to myself. I'm just saying it was hard to find that authenticity that I felt when I first dived into the yoga community, which is when I did my training in India. And I'm so, so lucky to have had that experience. But then immediately after it was like, whoa, what's all this? So thinking about all that has really just kind of led me to question myself as a teacher. How can I be a responsible teacher? How can I highlight other voices that really have more of a right to be heard than my own in this way? And I mean, cultural appropriation in the wellness world is what I'll call it is another huge issue, but I think that deserves its own episode. But yeah, just I don't think it's responsible as a teacher to be kind of packaging yoga as this pretty product that's going to immediately change your life with no effort or no really internal work. And that's just not what it is. That being said, when I noticed kind of the theme of yoga Instagram, the big beautiful houses, the matching sets, the super ripped skinny girl, and then I kind of looked at my own surroundings, it made me feel discouraged from creating content because I don't live in a huge hardwood floor house covered in plants right now. Like I don't have, even though I do have a lot of cute matching sets, usually when I practice yoga, I'm wearing like my spandex and my hoodie. It's, it's not all about the presentation. And of course, being a content creator, you are striving to create an aesthetic. That is no question. That's not an issue. It just is hard as a consumer to remember, okay, that's not their real life. Okay, they are not perfect just because they're kind of almost selling this serene version of their life. They have their ups and downs. They're normal too. They're normal just like me. So where I got stuck was how do I be normal and authentic and relatable while still being aspirational and enjoyable you know and pleasing to the eye because this is social media people are looking for something that <laughs> makes them feel good to watch on the opposite end of that spectrum I don't want to be too normal because I mean we've all got some crazy in us like <laughs> to be just balls to the walls honest all the time yeah I don't I don't want all that on the internet and that's okay too I think having boundaries is so so important and I love and appreciate when people pour out their hearts and souls, but everybody has to have boundaries. Everyone has those things that are just for them and their close friends, even if your presence is online. And I think that right there kind of perfectly sets the tone for the season. We're all trying our best. No one is perfect. Is it good to always be striving to grow and improve? Yes. 
Is it good to crush yourself under the pressure of doing so? Absolutely not. So on that note of being realistic and being forgiving with yourself, I want to remind you guys, appreciate where you're at on your journey because that is honestly the hardest part. It is so easy to get super caught up on the end result or get in that mindset, you know, I'll be happy when or I'll be happy if that you don't even realize that the little things you're doing right now are really special and really important and profound. So the fact that you're even listening to a wellness podcast right now, even though it's mostly been a little vent sesh, the fact that you, you know, maybe recently started listening to guided meditations or picked up some healthy groceries at the store, you are taking the steps to become the highest version of yourself and taking steps toward the path of the future that you want. So please pat yourself on the back for those little things and tune in next time. I'll be posting the topics and the dates on my Instagram, The Wellness Sphere. And as always, check Miranda Jane Wellness for everything else.